We're back. We're back. And black. We're that too. And highly favored. Well, sometimes we are. I'm your carless, lawsuit depleted, undefeated host, and <laughs> RG. Quick update. Uh, last week, I know there was no episode. Mm. I had actually gone back home to get a new car. Um, ended up getting my mom's car. My mom ended up getting my stepdad's car. My stepdad ended up getting a new car. And so I drove her car down. That car broke. So then I got towed back up, took an Amtrak back down. And then I had this lovely human drive the car. Oh, and I got a rental. And then I had this lovely human. All night I drove for you. No appreciation and at all. Okay, let me introduce you first. Okay, introduce so me. please give it up for my free therapist. Yes. AKA Mr. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. AKA Mr. Polka Dots. We quit. AKA Mr. Chauffeur. Um, what? AKA. Hey, we changing up now. Forever it's, gone but not forgotten. It started off good. AKA. <laughs> Donald yep. Wayne Brooks Jr. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. It's good to be back for at least for a Here while. Here in the flesh. In the flesh. So you moved to my hometown. I did. Arlington, I did. Virginia. Yes. Can you imagine if I was like, yo, I'm leaving the 912. Where are you going? Tuskegee, Alabama, without what? you? <laughs> I mean, okay. not many people will make that move. So, For, first of all, I've been to Tuskegee. Yeah, they a, love me. Uh, who, who you been talking to in first Tuskegee? First of all, they love me no. down in the south. You don't even know, boy. All right, whatever. But, but I, I like Arlington. It's a really nice place. It's <laughs> very different. It is very different. Um, don't be getting mixed in with all the different people down there while I'm not there, though. Oh yeah, of course not. Of course not. Of course, of course not. not. I'll. Ignore I'm not insecure, anxious at all, yeah. at all. Um, but speaking of anxious, I actually want to dedicate this entire episode to my anxious attachment style. Oh, yeah. So this is about lovers in mm. fashion. Okay. Starting off with the head bi beep herself, <laughs> Miss Coco Chanel. Mm. Let me tell you about Miss Coco. Did you know tell she? Me. Did you know she had a sugar daddy in the early 1900s? I'm pretty sure nobody knew that. I think a lot of people they just weren't called sugar daddies. What were they called? Men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> it was called courting. Uh. So she grew up in an orphanage in the middle of Timbuktu, and she was basically raised by a bunch of nuns. They taught her how to sew. As nuns do. As nuns do. And after she turned 18, she needed to make some money. Mm-hmm. So she started sewing at the strip club. How do you sew at a strip club? Well, what, what's the, well, 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 the use well, 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 they have outfits that they, they don't wear. have clothes they take they off their clothes. clothes they don't just so start sewing it's, a, it's a cabaret show oh, okay. you have to give them illusion okay. you have to give them sexiness by sewing clothes uh, okay she had to do what she had to do so while she was there she met this rich guy mm-hmm. 
I'm talking. His name, what was his name? Itini Balsan Etanine Etatuni. I hope you pronounced we, that wrong. We are just going to call him Big B. Okay. Big B because he got big banks. She met him and he was like, yo, I'm feeling you. I'm into you. I want to see what this is about. She was like, yeah, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. You know, and he was like, look, um, also I'm married. Oh, that's an issue. It's an issue. That's no bueno. For most people. But she's a mother mm, city girl. And she was like, that's okay with me. So he and Satchik's back then, they were built different. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know because he... He didn't move her to like the alleyway. He didn't move her to the back house. He put her in a chateau with him and his wife. Well, I mean, I wonder how his wife felt about it. I mean, she not she's not working. Um, you know what I'm saying? She so, was just like, okay, you a mistress, but so, don't get too comfy in, up in my house. So they just like chilling together, like sewing uh, and whatnot. No, no, they were not chilling together. But she was getting diamonds. Oh. She was getting silk blouses, comfortable food. I mean, she was living in luxury. Mm. And while he was gallivanting around town, she met up with the rich, posh women who did also were unemployed. Right. It was like, yo, let me. Let me put you on to some game, you know. I sew on the side, you know. Look at these hats. And they were like, yo, give me a hat. So they started wearing her stuff. And then one day, Big B left town. Don't know where he went. Didn't care. And his homeboy came through. It's uh -oh. like, yo, where's Big B? And she was like, oh, oh, he not here right now. Oh Who are God. you? And his name was, what was his name, child? <laughs> Arthur Capel. Arthur Capella. He was a captain. And guess what? He was richer than Big B. Man. He was he was like, yo. She just going up the food chain. Nah, she was. She was working it. She was he was like, You living out here with a wife? Are you a side chick? Come on with me. Be a wife. Was he married? No. Oh well. And he was and so she was like, Hell yeah, I'll go with you. Boom. She was out of there. So she left, went with this guy. He got her a place in Paris. He got her a boutique in Paris. Yeah, she was living a life. She was living the life, and it was doing so good. He got her a second boutique. I need to find me a rich woman. You need to find me. <laughs> you need to sit down. That's what you need to do. And she was doing so good. She started giving him money. Mm. But that still wasn't good enough for him. Because she was with this man for 10 years, ladies, a decade. And he still ain't put a ring on it. He told her, sorry, I got to be with the English woman. I got to go. Oh. This is some kind of like white on white crime. I couldn't really understand <laughs> it, but I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. So he leaves her, go gets married a year later, dies. Oh, that's a bad ending. Uh, I'm not saying it's karma. I'm not saying it's karma, but who today knows Arthur Capel? Who today knows Coco Chanel? Okay. So basically, she just okay. used people till she got to the top. I mean, she still had to sew. She still had to. Yeah, but she, somebody had to make the clothes. I mean, somebody had to get used. Well, people had to get used, apparently. You know, she wasn't even the only one mixing business and pleasure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody has heard of this next one, Dolce & Gabbana. Mm. Well, we're not here to talk about their tax evasion. Mm -hmm. We're not here to talk about their comments about gay people not being, shouldn't be allowed to adopt. 
We're not here to talk about the comment they left under Serena's picture saying you're so ugly on Instagram. Oh. We're not here for any of that because oh. that's not really our problem. We are strictly here to talk about their sexy romance. Yes, <laughs> The child. important stuff. Yes, they're <laughs> Italian, so I got to add an Italian accent. You like it? No, not at all. Okay, so the problematic <laughs> duo met in 1980. They were both assistants at Atelier. 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 Wow. Working in Milan. Today. So they definitely started from the bottom. Now we hear that was not a homosexual joke. What? How is that homosexual? Oh, from the bottom. Okay, anyways, (laughs) they did freelancing (laughs) in their official partnership in 1982. Things started to pick up in 1984. They landed a spot in Milan Fashion Week. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then in the 90s, celebrities started wearing their stuff. Like, you remember when Madonna was wearing the lace, mm-hmm. the big hair? Child, that was Dolce & Gabbana. So, in 2005, they officially announced, yeah, we're not dealing with each other no more. Hmm. I know, but they were like, we have about $305 million in this business. We're not leaving each other because we love each other. That's that's a difficult situation. Yeah. And how are we going to split this entire business in half? Yeah. That'll make no sense. That's. So they were like, all right, we're done with the shenanigans. We're just going to be business partners. But they still vacation together. They... One of them moved out to a different apartment on the same block. No. They still... Wow, I mean, okay. They still have the same, like, friends. They still have strong love ties. I mean, they're bound to be together until they die. What do you mean by love ties? Like, strong love ties. Like, they still have love for each other. I just don't think they're in love with each other. Oh. Well. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. I mean, I, you know, business and pleasure. It's hard. It's hard. It but is. they got to keep it moving. You're right. I mean, we got that much money on the line. I mean, you ain't going to give it up. Yeah. Because so. if me, you had $305 million on the line, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like it is. I'll look in the camera. I'll tell you like it is. You ain't going nowhere. Hey, what? That's what? It's a, a lot of you money. You going to split half that money? I mean, 150 is still a lot of money. 150 million. So. No, no, it ain't more than 300. Yeah, but we shared it, so I mean, no, technically. So we gonna stay in it together. <laughs> we gonna ride it out. You see how he trying to leave me on air? This is my no, show. I'm Get just saying that. Together. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's a lot of money. I'm gonna keep it moving now. <laughs> Let's keep Move, it moving on up. I have to preface this by saying allegedly, 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 you know, Coco was the queen of her era, (laughs) but of our era, the queen is definitely Miss Fashionista, a.k.a. Miss Devil Wears Prada, a.k.a. Miss Anna Wintour. Yes, I've heard about her. Yes, the yeah. queen, the legend, the icon. You can say a lot about her, but the one thing I will say is you nobody can really say too much about her personal life. I mean, did they the, the Devil Wears Prada movie? That was made the, specifically from her personality. I though, mean, right? yes, but they always said allegedly, allegedly. 
And even her, she never really talked about it. But speaking of that movie, this is what it reminded me of. Remember that one scene where her assistant walks in and she's crying about her divorce? And she's saying, oh my God, how is this going to affect my children? Child, that one could have been real. She seems really cold. That Everybody says that, but... I think that when children are involved, like even the coldest person, I think that they can get soft at times. Mm. And that's, that scene is what I was specifically thinking of when I heard this news. Two years ago, it said on a headline, Anna Wintour gets divorced at 70. Who gets divorced at 70? Who gets divorced at 70? I mean, I'm assuming like if you had a long, like married young, I mean, you might as well just stick it out until death at that point. Well, 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 this was a little bit different. This was her second marriage, but Uh they had been married for like over 14 years. Oh, well, I guess. Like, I think actually almost 20 years. Yeah. Hmm. But we got to go back to how they met. Okay. Because people don't really talk too much about that. And again, I say allegedly. Uh, so in the beginning, Anna was married to this child psychologist named right. David Schaefer. He was 10 years older, wealthy, but very educated, well-respected, a little bit boring. He had two kids prior to her and mm. they had two kids together. Um, Nice family. Nice family. But after 14 years, you get a little bit bored. You get a little bit curious. She wanted to spice it up. And here to help her, she had this Texas businessman named Shelby Bryan. What? Who was also married, who also had kids. And this was his second marriage. This screams foul. Like. Um, but, but if Romeo and Juliet can do it, why can't she? Um, first of all, Romeo wasn't married and Juliet wasn't married. Oh yeah. The family just hated each other. Oh yeah. But I mean, but the thing is, just because you're bored, oh, I'm so bored. I need another play toy. Well. such a bad personality to have. Well, you know, he did try to keep her and he heard about the affair too. He took her to some island, you know, try to rekindle the love. Yeah, I mean, Child, she was on that person. island thinking about her Texas man. And let me tell you about this Texas man. He is fine. Oh, that makes he's in. Oh, well, okay. He's in his like 60s, 70s. He's in his 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You're attracted to 60, 70 year old men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, Anna, she did the right thing. You know, she did cheat, but she divorced her husband. The Texas businessman literally left his wife and then went straight to Anna. At least she waited till the the ink was signed on the divorce papers. No, I mean, if you're going it's no point in waiting at that point if you already know. Mm, they they tied the knot maybe. People say different things cuz it was a private ceremony. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this wasn't the end because in 2020 they called it quits. Uh, did she get like bored mm. of him too? So people were saying she was bored. Like, so, how can a seventy-year-old woman be bored? Like, mm, I mean, you can be bored. Oh, she needs to go ride roller coasters or something. I, I mean, I how can know. you be bored at that age of you of of a man? And I don't think it was fourteen years with him. I think it was 
around 20 years with him, but I think around 14 years for the first like, one. What was she expecting? To go hiking with him or go like mountain climbing or flying out of planes? Like, How was he born? I don't know, but maybe it could be the pandemic. Some she's a seventy-year-old woman. Where's she going? Some people. I mean, but she's out and about. She's still running things at seventy. You know how many presidents we got who are in their seventies and eighties? Yeah, and it's they're like, don't born too. Chill? Like, like how come? How come he? It's like he's born. How come it's not like she's born? Maybe she's, she's a problem. She's not boring. Look I mean, at her lifestyle. She can't. She maybe she can't t- keep a exciting man so apparently mm. she may be the boring one but here's the tea people were saying like back in 2013 he owed some money oh. for taxes oh. oh and people were saying yo my dude you starting to look like a liability now it comes out and she was like i don't know i don't know so they cut ties and rumor mill is that he circled the block he circled the block and went back to his baby mama. Oh, really? But that that's psh, nor here nor there. This is all allegedly, okay? Mm-hmm. Take it how you will. Well, wait a minute. How old was he? He was only four years older than her. Dude, this is way too old to be going. <laughs> to I be mean, doing this stuff, man. if you got it, you got it. It's you know, way, like y'all should be just like chilling in your like uh-uh, bedroom. Don't put that on them. Just watching cause, old just westerns and like this, just, this elder discrimination, elder discrimination. Just because you 70, 80, 90, you still a hot young thing. No, I you don't think so. I don't think so. You're only as old as you feel. Once the face wrinkles come in, it's over. It's they got like, Botox now. They got nah, facelifts now. Nah. Facials now. Ew. But while we are on the subject of thriving and surviving mm-hmm. in the 70s, let's talk about 79-year-old fashion designer Michelle Lamy. Hmm. Now, she's known for a number of things. Her tattooed hands, her gold grills, her bisexual fashion designer husband, Rick Owens. I mean, the list goes on. Have you seen a picture of her? I have not. Okay, because I'm about to pull it up right now. I don't even know who she is. Okay, that helps our entire episode. So, she... Lammy. You've seen pictures of her. This, This is a picture of her. Scroll. Can you take the phone? Oh, I'm sorry. So, I have not seen her before. Mm, doesn't she look cool, though? She looked like a meth head. Okay. She's very rich. She's very eccentric. That's number one. Number two, she's 19 years older than Rick. Number three, I don't think anyone can really argue their love for one another. This is a real person? Yes. And look at her and her husband. Look up her and her husband, Rick Owens. You've heard, have you heard of Rick Owens? Yes, I have heard of Rick Owens. Okay, well, that is her husband. So let's talk about how they met. She was very well known in L.A. She had her own clothing line, sports clothing line, Lammy. She also had a restaurant. She was also married to a film producer. Like, she was really running things. Mm. And he, at the time, was kind of a, no- he was a nobody. He was a nobody, and he got the job at her fashion company through his boyfriend, who actually hired him. Mm. So he starts working for her, and a few years goes by. She's looking at him. He's looking at her. He leaves his boyfriend. She leaves her husband, and they start doing the thing. 
And then he starts designing even more now on his own. And so he starts going to different boutiques, like all around town. One of the boutiques that he went to was just like super popping back then. They wouldn't even look at his stuff mm. because they didn't even have time. So they didn't look at his stuff and then it's okay, but someone did. So someone else did, picked up his stuff. A few years goes by, things get really challenging, like economically. That big boutique person came back and called him. It was like, hey, can you sell us your stuff? We heard about you now. He didn't hold a grudge. He was like, yeah, come look at my stuff. Mm. His stuff started booming. So he starts his own clothing line. She helps him. And 19 years later. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm moving too quickly. So then he ends up getting one of his jackets in vogue who does that catch the attention of you asking me yes miss anna wintour mm. so she saw it she was like who are you who is who made this jacket he was like i made it she was like okay well what else do you do he was like look i want to do a little fashion show can you you know help me out can you pay for it she was like i got you so she sponsored his very first fashion show. And right now he's really like a well-known person in avant-garde. Like that's his whole style, his whole swag. Did you see the pictures? Yeah. You saw it. You saw it. So it feels like a lot of these couples are just like switching up. Like they treating people like fashion where it's like they're hot one minute and then trash the next. I believe that. I definitely believe that. But 19 year 19 years later, Michelle Lee is Rick Owens' current business partner, current wife, and he stays calling her his muse. Like in everything, he's like, she is my muse. She is my inspiration. So I feel like before, I would have agreed with you, like he's just social climbing. But because they're married, they've been together almost 20 years. I don't think so. I think what they have is real. Uh, It's just so weird, man. Because of the age gap? (laughs) that but now okay back then it was weird but now she's 79 and he's 60 so it's not that weird but if you were to put it like oh he was like 20 she was like 40 yeah people would have thought that was weird it's just bizarre to me what's bizarre like the whole like because you say it's like the the relationship was real i don't think so man i think that just because he dated a man no because it just seems like every one of these couples, it just seems like they left for something better and then they left that for something better just to mm-hmm. progress. Like They were looking at it like the grass is greener on the other side. No, not not necessarily that, but they were thinking about it like uh like they would like they would like a fashion piece. Like mm-hmm. this is hot one minute and this is just out of date and out of like out when, of st- it's not cool anymore. Yeah, like Miss Wintour. Oh, I'm bored of it now, so. You know what? I will say, though, like, out of all, whatever, the two men she dated or she married or whatever, I still think, like, her number one love will always be Vogue. Hmm. And I, I don't, maybe that in that sense, relationships, she didn't really prioritize them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of, of them, like, really prioritize relationships. It's mostly about their own kind of Yeah, career. what they're going yeah. for. 
Um, but I with this couple, I I kind of disagree. This is the only couple mm. I really feel like. You think so? Yeah, like he he re, he really talks about her in this like bigger than life form. Mm. I mean, would you really trash him though? I mean, if, if go go the opposite route, why would you, like he trash her or anything? I mean, obviously you're gonna say nice things about her. You can say nice but, things about her, but like okay, even look at Jay Z and Beyonce. Look at how many nice things Beyonce says about Jay-Z. Okay, look at how many things Jay-Z says about Beyonce. When does he ever say she is my muse? When does he ever say she is lo- I mean, she is my then like this is cuz personality difference. That's what I mean, I'm Jay-Z saying. isn't as eccentric as like those circles in fashion. Yeah, but I don't feel like he I mean, we can talk about what I think about yeah. him for a long long time. But I want to take it in this week's fashion news okay okay so you know your hollaback girl queen miss gwen stefani uh-huh ain't no 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 don't do that don't do that all right well miss stefani claims she is japanese that's news to me he just he just made a face y'all and i'm making that same face so allure magazine reporter asked her about her 2008 Harajuku Lovers Collection. Do you remember the Harajuku girls? Do you no. remember the Asian girls who were like in all her music videos with the with the afros? I don't even remember Gwen Stefani. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> I loved Gwen Stefani. And this is fun fact. I still listen to her old music till today. I think it's so good and timeless. So I was, of course, obsessed with the Harajuku girls. I was a problematic child. Cancel me. <laughs> but... Yeah, she said that she's Japanese and folks on the internet were not letting up. They're like, what are you talking about? This just makes the situation worse. What planet is she in? Does she have too much injections in her that's affecting her brain cells? Like, people were really going in on her. And I was just like, damn. Sucks to be her. Like, she, what made her say that, though? We don't even know. Like, even the news reporter was confused. Was she going down a Kanye route? Uh, I don't. I don't know if she. T- I don't want to speak for Gwen. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. This one is a little bit sad. It happened a few weeks ago, but I don't think we ever touched on it. R.I.P. to Miss Vivian Westwood. Mm. Yeah, she was a legend. She made those pearl necklaces with the planet and the crown on top of it. Very trendy. R.I.P. to a G. Lastly, there's this new street artist named Navender Nagla. Hmm. Don't know if I'm saying that right. He's in his 20s, but he's been making big waves in the fashion world. His stuff has been picked up by Gucci and Converse. He talked about how him being dyslexic has helped him in the fashion world. Hmm. How so? So during Fashion Week, he left these art stamps everywhere that said, Fashion is my passion. But he spelled fashion, F-A-S-S-I-O-N, and then passion, P-A-S-H-I-O-N. Oh. And then also fashion week, he spelled it F-A-S-S-I-O-N-W-E-A-K. And he basically like printed it everywhere during fashion week. And he got the attention of some very famous people, Lily Collins and Michelle Lamy. So it's kind of like a full circle moment. Mm. You think that? I hope they're not using him. I think it's it's 
I hope they it's actually, hard to make it as an artist. Yes, and I, I hope that like they're generally interested in his talent and not just using him to. Oh, because like you know he's dyslexic. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting story for sure, and I yeah. think it's one that's really inspiring. Yeah, it is. It really is. I just I hope it goes a lot further than what it is right now too. So I hope so too. It is, by the way, National Compliment Day. Where's my compliment? I would like to thank you for being such a loyal listener. Wait, that's, that's them. That's not me. You don't listen? Oh, well, I listen, but okay, I, I, I need a personalized compliment. So I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my show every Tuesday at 5. It means the world to me right now. This whole call or ordeal has really taken a toll on me mentally. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, it has. Um, why are you laughing at that? I'm not mm-hmm. laughing. I'm laughing in agreement. Yeah, my mental health is really... <laughs> why are you still laughing at that? <laughs> I'm laughing in agreement. Like I'm smirking in agreement. I'm talking seriously, though. I'm serious, too. It's like You're a, smiling. I'm like, <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. I no. would prefer you <laughs> not talk so much. Oh, <laughs> okay, then. So, it's really taken a toll on my mental health. Um, I've been very stressed and depressed, and this show has truly kept me from... Not being suicidal, but not being homicidal. And so I want to say thank you. Thank you. That's what's out. That's what's in. See you next week on next week's trend. Follow me at Take It Off Show, and I'll see you next Tuesday at 5 p.m.